Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. We know the Canadian healthcare system has been facing huge challenges. We hear about, you know, staffing levels are a problem. We can't find enough doctors, can't find enough nurses, and things are getting expensive, especially when it comes to drugs. Now, there has been some work being done on this on the federal front. There's something called the Patented Medicine Prices Review Board. That's a federal agency. Now, technically, it's responsible for controlling drug prices for Canadians, but there are concerns that it's not doing the job it's supposed to. There's even been some parliamentary, parliamentary hearings about this. So we wanted to talk about that work that is being done. Joining us is Dr. Sandra Sers, a clinical professor of endocrinology at UBC and staff physician at Vancouver General Hospital. Good morning, Dr. Sers. Good morning. Do you think we're doing a good enough job of, of protecting Canadians from high drug prices? Uh, no, Simi, I would disagree with that. I think uh, Canada actually has the third highest uh, drug pr- prices in the uh, world. Uh, and I think many Canadians feel that Canada does well controlling drug prices because they uh, only think about drug prices in the United States, which has the highest drug prices in the world. But actually, relative to her peers, countries like Australia, the United Kingdom, the Netherlands, etc., uh, Canada has prices that are very much higher. Why is that, do you think? I think that there's uh, many factors that contribute uh, to this. Uh, the first is that there's really a fragmentation of Canadian healthcare because it's administered by the provinces and territories. So we essentially have 13 separate systems. While the provinces do try and negotiate price as a group through an organization called the Pan-Canadian Pharmaceutical Alliance, um, that is uh, that organization is voluntary, so provinces can opt in or opt out of those price negotiations. So you can imagine if one of the larger provinces like Quebec, for example, were to opt out of price negotiations, the buying power of the Canadian public uh, or the, of the Canadian provinces would really be reduced. I think more than that, though, it is this phenomenon of uh, what economists refer to as willingness to pay. Uh, There are not market forces when it comes to drugs. Uh, Basically, they're priced as high as the uh, purchasers are willing to pay. And because in Canada, um, uh, we have shown ourselves as being willing to pay very high values. And that is why we are uh, having the drug prices that are so high. So do we have the mechanism, though, to change that? Well, the PMPRB that you referred to, its job uh, was actually to control drug prices or to monitor drug prices. But uh, lately, there have been a number of uh, sort of seismic shifts in the Patent Medicine Review Board uh, that have left them uh, in a situation where they don't have the legislative uh, backup Uh, to do what they need to do. So they, for example, proposed a series of reforms that were estimated to save Canadians more than $3 billion uh, in drug prices, and those reforms were never implemented uh, largely 
uh, because of pressure uh, from the industry. And so I think one needs to look seriously at the issue as to how an agency that is supposed to be independent of uh, both pressure from industry and also political pressure uh, got to the place where they were unable to implement the reforms that might have helped control prices. Do you think this would change, Dr. Sirs, if we did have like a national pharmacare program with the government, do you think have more incentive then to act? Uh, I believe that the National Pharmacare Program uh, is one potential strategy, but I think that it does not change the fundamental uh, position of willingness to pay. So uh, as long as we demonstrate that we are willing to pay these very high prices, uh, companies would be foolish not to charge them. Uh, And I think what we need to do is have a real critical look at why are these drug prices so high? So why uh, is Canada paying, for example, uh, a much higher price for a drug for spinal muscular atrophy than Japan? Right. Why is Canada paying more? We should be paying the same amount. Uh, And so I think this uh, the question of drug prices is more difficult than just having a single buyer. Uh, I think there are other countries uh, that do better, uh, that do have a single payer system. So, for example, the United Kingdom and Australia. But I don't think that that would be the only solution. You you said, you know, they, they pay this because we're willing. Are we willing or are we just trapped? I think that um, we are willing. Uh, we are willing because we are unwilling to uh, to call the to call the bluff, as it were. Right? As I say, uh, you know, it it is not reasonable to think that Canada should pay more for a, uh, any given drug than Australia, uh, also a small market, or than the United Kingdom, a, a bigger market with a single payer system. We should be paying uh, similar uh, markets, but because of our proximity to the United States, uh, there is a a, a desire, I think, to defend very high drug prices in North America because we are uh, so close to the United States. uh, And uh, so if the United States were looking to Canada as an example of uh, where they want their prices to go, they don't want prices in Canada to go that low. Right. So we're just grateful, I guess, for what we have, even though it could be better. Dr. Sears, thank you so much for your time. Okay, thank you. That's Dr. Sandra Sirs, Clinical Professor of Endocrinology at UBC, Staff Physician at Vancouver General Hospital, talking about what she believes to be the drug prices in Canada that are just too high and says we have to be willing to, you know, fight that, fight that essentially, fight back against that. Now, would you be willing to do that and say, you know, to the next election, this is something that is important to me? Let me know, simi at cknw.com.